Today on Mental Wealth for Entrepreneurs podcast, I interview two entrepreneurs, Stephanie and Jenny. Both Stephanie and Jenny are founders of the Local Artisan Collective, and they're both moms, entrepreneurs and artists who also run their own businesses. So today they are sharing uh, strategies of how to run multiple businesses while overcoming adversities. So dial in and let's listen to the interview now. Hi, everyone. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Jenny. Hi. Hello. Hello. Great to see you and thank you for being on the show. Um, so I guess the, the, the first question uh, everyone wants to, uh, to know about you, how did you start the Local Artism Collective? How did you meet? <laughs> so um, Jenny and I both have our own businesses. And we kind of became friends um, in a funny way, actually. Um, I used to do a Christmas boutique at my house where I'd have all of my friends that handmade items um, to come and sell at them. And Jenny would come with her husband, who is a 16th generation silversmith, um, to those. And so we never knew each other at that point, but we had, she'd been in my house. So that was kind of funny. but then we started going to uh, boutiques and shows and things like that and became friends and started saving spots for each other so we could hang out together. And um, we, I, I did a fashion show, um, sorry, before that. And we were so excited that her and her husband were going to be part of it because we're like, we have a real silversmith that's going to be part of this fashion show. Um, so that's how we actually became friend friends and then we started doing all the shows and all of those kind of things and um then at one of the shows it was it was supposed to be this huge show they'd done all this advertising there were supposed to be thousands of people at it and there it was totally dead <laughs> and so we put we grabbed our pencils and put it to paper and just said well what do we what do we want this to be about and how do we want to create this and so we really decided we wanted to give a spot for other artists to be able to sell their stuff and to be successful. And there's kind of three prongs to our store that we really wanted to incorporate. Um, one was a retail space for artists. Yeah. Two was a classroom space. And then three was studio space. Yeah. But you've been running this business for three and a half years, but you both yes. also have your own separate businesses. How do you manage to run separate businesses and run the local artisan collective at the same time? <laughs> that is a million dollar question. <laughs> it's a struggle and um, we work towards having that balance of, okay, I'm in my personal business mode right now to create things that will sell in our store. Okay, now I'm store owner, working on the logistics, working with the other artists. Um, doing the marketing, all that stuff that goes on behind the scenes. And we just do our best and work when our kids are in bed and all that stuff that you have to do. Yep. 
Are you co-founders in, in the local artisan collective? Are you partners in the business? Yes, uh -huh. we are. Um, we decided we wanted to do a partnership. And and so uh, we had our the paperwork set up. That, so yeah. we're a partnership. And we um, have decided that it's always best to divide and conquer. So there's some of the tasks that I am slowly in charge of, some of the things that Stephanie's in charge of. Uh, there are a few overlaps and some things that we both uh, do together, but uh, uh, we we have a great partnership and um, it makes it a whole lot easier having someone else in your corner and someone helps someone else to pick up the slack when you need a little bit of help. Yeah. So how long have you been friends? Oh, I don't know. Like five years or so. So like yeah. That, maybe. Yeah, probably about five years. Five years. So if you make, how, how do you make decisions? Because if you say, Jenny, if you, if you make a decision and Stephanie disagrees with you, how do you compromise? <laughs> <laughs> Who wins? <laughs> I, I think that that's something that's pretty amazing about our um, partnership is that even it, like we've had to make some really tough decisions lately, you know, and even if I don't a hundred percent agree with it, or she doesn't a hundred percent agree with it. If one of us feels really strongly, like in our heart, like this is what we should do. Then the other person really respects that. And I think mm -hmm. our conversations where we say, um, I'm not sure about this. And I think that that's something that I really appreciate about Jenny is that we can have those hard conversations and, um, and then we come together as a team, and so we're we're supporting each other, and then also supporting the artist and the collective. Mm -hmm. And and we've seen, you know, over the last while, we've seen businesses that have gone under because they couldn't have that communication with each other. And and that's something that I really appreciate about Jenny is that we can come together. And I and I would recommend that, like, if you are getting into a partnership for business, like, you have to make sure it's someone that you can have those hard conversations with and not just keep it inside and, and bubbled up, you know, so that it right. creates towards each other. Yeah. Cause, cause when, when you read inter, uh, different entrepreneurship books, some, some say, well, it, it, it's better to have a co-founder because you can split the tasks and, you know, uh, two brains is better than one. Other people say, well, actually, if you are in the business with someone else, then, Potentially, you know, that other person may not share your vision about the business and, and there might yeah. be some conflict. Yeah, definitely. Well, we, you know, when we were in the uh, creating um, section of putting together our business, we talked about everything and anything. What happens if this? What happens if that? What if, you know, I, I wake up one day and I'm done and... I want out. What do we do? And we put that all into writing. So when our lawyer drew up our paperwork to make our company, we had him put in all those little things. What if I get mad at Stephanie and I want her to be gone? What if I die in a car accident? What if I, I'm heading home and I'm like, ooh, I am so done with the world. I am heading up to Canada and live in the forest. And uh, <laughs> so that we were, you know, we wanted to be transparent with each other and we wanted to have it in writing. So heaven forbid if something were to happen, um, we would, 
it's stated there in black and white what happens to the company and what happens to our business. Yeah, no, that 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 makes a lot of business sense, isn't it? Yeah, because because some, some some entrepreneurs they they treat the business as a, as a hobby, and um, yeah, this is probably why that why they fail. Uh, whilst mm-hmm. yeah, if you think about you know the exit plan, then it's it's always yeah. a good start, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the local artisan collective. You do quite a lot on you know in in this business. You run classes. Uh, you have a podcast as well. Yeah, could you just tell yeah. a bit more what the local artisan collective is all about? What what services do you offer? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> like, which sorry. One's gonna t- <laughs> we look at each other. <laughs> Who's talking? <laughs> Um, so we have a retail area that we have over 80 artists in, and we really have everything from fine art, you know, that's thousand dollars plus to um, jams and jellies, you know, so there's really a really broad spectrum that was important to us that everybody felt like they could come to our store and support local artists um, that we weren't just going to be a stuffy museum that everything you couldn't touch. You know, we want it to be really friendly to the community and really just supporting the local artists in our community. Um, so we have a huge retail area that we have all of those items in. And then we also have um, a classroom studio space. We have two spaces that we can teach classes in. So. We do everything from silversmithing to painting to uh, kids camps, um, all sorts of fun things. Really, pretty much, I think yeah. anything mm-hmm. that you can think of, we've probably taught it or, um, you know, so it's pretty fun. And then we also in the very back have the artist studio space so you can come and actually watch the artists working on projects. Like you can come and watch Mike do glass blowing or mm-hmm. Roxanne doing hand dyed clothes or, you know, Joe doing wood burning. There's so many cool things always happening. Yeah, well, that's that, that's great. So in the last three and a half years, um, what was the most difficult challenge with this business that you had to overcome? For me, it was, well, two things. One was all the little nitty gritty details. Do we have enough office supplies up front? Is there enough toilet paper in the bathroom? Are things getting cleaned? Are the doors locked at night? All those little things that you know have to get done, but you don't really think about them when you're planning stuff. And then the second one is just the nature of um, dealing with 80 different artists. Sometimes we call it herding cats. (laughs) And... um, it's fun and it's enjoyable and we love our artists, but sometimes um, they're artists and they it's a little di- di- bit difficult to relay what our expectations are, what's good for the store and find that balance with what's good for the individual artist. Yeah. Stephanie, and for you? Um, I would say probably her second is probably my first. Um, yeah, I absolutely love all of our artists and couldn't imagine, you know, working with a better group of people, but you're working with 80 different personalities and sometimes, um, that can be difficult trying to get 
Yeah. What yeah, she said. Well, yeah. So are you, <laughs> you, you've signed art licensing agreements with, with this artist because is that how you you have separate uh, contracts with with different artists as well when you sell the artwork yeah yeah so they all have yes. their own businesses wow. um they're all um independent and do their own thing but then they have a contract with us so whether they're a member that helps jury new items in and helps run the store or they're consigners that um bring their items it's really important to us that they're still part of the collective and doing things yeah. to help so um, they can come and do demos at the store or um, hand out flyers at a parade or, you know, just different ways yeah. that we can support each other. So, yeah. Have you ever thought of quitting? Yeah. <laughs> I have to be tough. <laughs> this is supposed to be inspirational for starting. <laughs> you know, yeah there has been a few moments that i just you're like okay i'm done <laughs> <laughs> what kept you going <laughs> huh? well after you know i i've been to stephanie or i went to my husband and usually i have a good night's sleep and the next morning i'm like okay maybe it's not so bad maybe this is doable <laughs> let's try again <laughs> yes I think the same for me too. I think anytime that, uh, again, I would say that's a great thing about having a good partner when one of us is struggling and I'll, yeah. um, you know, say, Hey, Jenny, I, I am feeling so overwhelmed right now. I don't even know how I'm going to do it this week <laughs> with everything going on. Yeah. And Jenny will be like, I gotcha. We got this together. We can do this, you know, and vice versa, <laughs> you know, when she's struggling and saying those things and I'll say, I got it. I'll, I'll pick it up this week, you know, and and we can work together, yeah. which is really nice. Yeah, yeah. Are you anxious people? Are you worrying about tomorrow, about uncertainty in life? I think career, but then Jenny, like, I think Jenny's really good about saying. Stephanie, <laughs> what's the worst that can happen? <laughs> yeah, so that, that, that's great when you have a support system like this, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's great. I, I think the other awesome thing, we live in Ogden, Utah, which is a really cool city. And it's really a lot about um, supporting local businesses and there's a lot of different people that are there to help and support you too and so i think that we also just live in just the coolest city that is supporting arts and supporting local businesses and um yes. i mean even through all everything going on with the quarantine they're always you know putting out information on how to help and it's yes, it's a pretty cool place to live yeah so is is there anything that you wish you'd known uh, before you started out? Oh, gosh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I had in my mind when we were starting out that I could open a business and put in about <laughs> 10 hours a week. Okay. And really, it's like 15, 18 hours a day when you're first starting. <laughs> So if someone would have pulled me aside and say, hey, Jenny, you know, 
there's a lot of stuff you got to prepare and organize and do and set up and um, people to talk to and licenses to get. Um, yeah, it's not going to be 10 hours a week, <laughs> not even close. What is the proportion of time you spend on this business together as opposed to your, your own business? Because you're running two businesses in parallel, yes. right? How, how do you manage? How, how do you prioritize? I think, honestly, initially, we both lost some of our own business um, yeah. creating this business. And... I think we're just now, maybe the like the last, oh, what do you say, Jane? Like last six months or so to a year, yeah, we've like finally been yeah. able to be like, okay, I still want to create and I still want to make things and I need to focus on that also so that I can have a better balance. Because I think anytime you're starting a new business, um, you focus so much on that one business that you have to be careful not to totally lose, you know, everything else you've built up for your other business. Yeah. And we have a unique situation where our businesses are part of our business, mm -hmm. um, but, but, yeah. yeah. So what do you think is the most important entrepreneurial trait you have that keeps you going and, and um, keeps you think about tomorrow and start again and, and try again? <laughs> what is the most important skill you have, well, the trait? I think we're pretty good at seeing the uh, the long-term picture, the broader picture, that if we put in these procedures now, if we set up this protocol for our expectations of customer service, then that's going to bring in some great dividends down the road. Yeah. And so on our late nights and our exhausting days, we're like, okay, it really sucks right now and it's difficult, but it's going to make life easier down the road and it's going to make our business a yeah. better place next week or next month or even perhaps next year. Yeah. Yeah. So before, before you started the local artisan collective, you've had, you, you were running your own businesses, but before that, how long, how long you've been running your um, previous, you know, your, your own businesses before you, before you started the local artisan collective? Did you have a five, nine till five job before that? Or you've, you've um, always been an entrepreneur? I had a nine to five job uh, before this. I was a public school teacher at the secondary okay. level. Uh, my husband comes from a long line of silversmiths. And when we got married, he kind of dabbled as a hobby. Yeah. But we both could see um, that this was his love. My husband's nine-to-five job, uh, he was a lawyer in Columbia before he immigrated to the United States. And um, we just slowly worked on building for his hobby of fixing jewelry to that being a business. Yeah. We did, uh, we sold his jewelry and taught classes, uh, jewelry making classes out of our home probably for about uh, 10 yeah, our podcast sponsor is Smart Octopus now. Voice Agency, yeah. who creates so engaging Facebook chatbots and voice skills on Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant. And they are currently wrapping this podcast on Alexa skill uh, to be released shortly. And my for more information, please check out the podcast notes for the link to their website. Um, 
but we just never quite had the resources or the energy or even the know-how to do that. And so when we got talking with Stephanie at that dead, dead boutique, it was like, yeah, this, this is going to work. We have, we yeah. have the partnership. We can do it um, with the business background that Stephanie has. Let's go for it. Right. What about you, Stephanie? Um, I, so I've been doing, uh, my business is our children's earth and it's been 11 years now that I've been doing it. Um, and prior to that, I, um, supported people with disabilities. So I used to supervise the Northern part of Utah state for a company, um, where I would make sure that, um, kids were finding homes or finding jobs or, um, those kind of things. And then um, with the birth of my third child, um, my husband and I decided I was going to stay home, which I love staying home and I love my kids, but I also was like, I need to do something else too. <laughs> I have to. Um, so then I started doing our children's earth and making eco-friendly and nature inspired clothes, jewelry and household items. It kind of started slowly and kind of built up. Yeah. Fascinating. So, what would you say to people or young people who just want to get a nine to five job? Would you advise them to become entrepreneurs? I think it really depends on the person. Yeah. I I think that, you, you know, it's a lot of work and it takes a lot of self-motivation. And I think that that's a really big thing that you have to have as an entrepreneur is, is being able to, get off your couch or get out of bed and not, you know, yes. um, and, and I think like, especially in our field with art, we, we work with so many, um, artists that are so talented and so amazing. Um, but we also get a lot of artists that are equally as amazing and talented, but they think I can just do art and that's it. Yeah. But you also have to do art and you have to do marketing and you have to do accounting and you know, <laughs> you can't just sit and do art all day. <laughs> you have to market yourself. So people know where to find you or like yes. we were talking about like the social media and websites and Pinterest and YouTube and Instagram and all those things. And, um, and then accounting, knowing what your numbers are, knowing what you're spending and yeah. all yeah. that. Stuff. So yeah. I think it's amazing. I think people can definitely do it, but I think that self-motivation in that um, one of the things that we really pride ourselves on is having a growth mindset so that we're, always open to learning I mean we have just the coolest artists and you know we're like get you know if you have an idea please let us know so we can switch it up or we can learn together because the more that we're all yes. talking and learning together the stronger we are if it's just like yes. just Jenny and I in this tunnel vision then we're not going to get far yep so what is um what is your um well, <laughs> I have to phrase it. If you had one superpower, what would it be? <laughs> A superpower? Yes. <laughs> oh. What would it be? <laughs> huh. A superpower. I, I think supporting... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, I'm just... Go ahead, because I'm still trying to articulate. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know how to really say it, but I think supporting people... Um, like seeing the, being able to see what someone's potential is and trying to support them to achieve that. Um, we work really hard with artists that are, um, 
struggling to get their business um, off the ground or they have this idea, but they don't know how to do it. And so we spend a lot of times, a lot of time doing coaching with our artists and just teaching them how to even do Facebook live or how to create a business. And um, Jenny helps put on quarterly classes where we have um, our lawyer come in that can talk to people about, you know, do you want to be a sole proprietor or do you want to be an LLC or, you know, any of those things. And then we have our accountant come in that you can come and ask questions to because, you know, we didn't know, or you didn't maybe know you could write your mind, (laughs) you know, (laughs) simple things like that. And then also we try to do a social media one where um, like we've had Tim, he does a really popular um, Instagram page called this is Ogden. So he'll come in and talk to people about how to set up your Instagram or, um, you know, so all those cool things, just trying to support people. Yeah. Do you have a different idea, Jenny? A little bit. I, I like those ideas. Um, oftentimes, I wish I could figure out what goes on in um, computer programmers' minds as I'm learning these, the new technology and the new social media. Um, at one point in my life, I was up on computers and the neatest, greatest, whatever. And I was the person that people would ask for help. And now, I have to go get, ask my 13-year-old, hey, you know about this? And, and come and help me. And she just throws her eyes. She's like, oh, mom, no, Facebook is for old people. It's all TikTok now. I'm like, what? What's this? Yeah, I'm, I'm still figuring out TikTok, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> what? I don't understand it. That's so all. What it's all about, but yeah, it's, it's a new rave, isn't it? <laughs> we'll yeah. catch up with yeah. this new tech. <laughs> yes. So, do you have any fears about you know your business or life in general? How do you overcome your fears? That's a good question, I think. Well, I think that we most entrepreneurs, or maybe wrong, maybe it's just me. I, have a fear of what if the business doesn't make it what if people don't support it what if they don't like the art or the classes that we are offering and um before we opened my husband and i sat down and we thought long and hard really okay if we do this what what are we willing to risk and what is the worst thing that could happen yes and um we listed out you know okay if the business goes belly up what money would we be out? How would we pay off the bills at the end of the business? How would that affect our personal life? What do we have in store? And, um, and we made a plan to deal with those worst case scenarios so that that gave us kind of the, the peace of mind of, okay, we are willing to risk up to A, B, and C, and this is what we're going to do to compensate and this is what we're going to, I guess, you know, change jobs. I'll go back to teaching, whatnot, and, um, and move forward. Yeah. What about you, Stephanie? Um, I think that <clears throat> some of the hardest things for me um, have been just uh, – finding that balance the last while, um, you know, we had 
some we had a, uh, an artist lead that we put a lot of time and energy into and I think that was a real um, wake up call for me to just be like oh you need to also focus on your own business you can't always just give and give and give and give and um, so finding that balance I think has been really important for me I I said uh, in the year 2020 my my goal was going to be having intentional yeses so being intentional with what I say yes to yeah yeah so what can you what can you tell women who uh, who are about to give up on their dreams that maybe they've started the business and think and they just hit this wall and you know difficulties and they're about to give up what can you tell them well one i think it's okay if you need to cut some losses. There's no shame in that. There's no shame in doing your best. And if your best isn't what you wanted, isn't want what your customers want, there is no shame in that whatsoever. Um, and two, I think it's always helpful to have, as Stephanie mentioned, that um, the growth mindset. So if, it's not working. What can you do different? What can you do um, to change it up? What is there anything that is working well? Can you improve on that? Can you help that out a little bit more and grow that? If there's something that's not working and not what you want, can you change that? How can you change that? Can you get some help to come in, whether it's outside help like an accountant or bookkeeping, or is it internal help like you need? hire a you know an employee or a, an assistant or even a virtual assistant or yeah. things like that yeah I think also just like stopping and taking a breath too like mm -hmm. it's so underrated just a, you know sometimes when I'm getting really overwhelmed I'll just stop and take like three deep breaths and think okay you know what um how can we go forward from this? So kind of looking at like Jenny was saying, you know, um, even like how are we making revenue and how are we spending and where, where does that work at, you know, and, and looking at that accounting side of it, but then also looking at like the marketing side of it and seeing, you know, have we slacked off on Pinterest? Yes. Yes, we have. <laughs> and can these certain things help me, you know, kind of get motivated again and get that renewal of energy and get the customers coming in again and, and looking at, looking at those kind of things to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would also suggest for someone to, to reach out for help. If someone is feeling overwhelmed and their business, it feels like it's failing to reach out to, um, networking groups or other small businesses or people that are in um, the similar or maybe if they have a brick and mortar store to their business neighbors. Uh, there are so many people that are willing to help and give ideas and people that have given Stephanie and I ideas over the year were like, wow, we just don't know about this. What's going on? And they're like, oh, that is so easy. Here's what I do to do with that. I'm like, oh, yeah, that is a doable thing. No, yeah. ask for help. Ask for specific help with what what you need with your business. Yeah. Yeah, we've had some really cool neighbors like partner together. We have a really cool cupcake shop that's been great. And 
uh, frozen yogurt and, you know, I mean, there's just so many cool businesses around us that will say, hey, do you guys want to partner up and we'll do this event together where people can buy dinner and do an activity and, you know, and so sometimes if you just ask, uh, they're willing to help and even just give ideas. We have a, a one of our artists that owns her own brick and mortar shop that's, um, you know, 20 minutes from where we are. So we also have her stuff in our store and Simply Eden is, she's great. She's wonderful to work with and be like, hey, did this program work for you or no, or, you know? Yeah. 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 Any advice to women who want to start a business, uh, but they kind of wait and, you know, in a wait and see situation because of the COVID-19. I, I know a lot of people are binging on Netflix and, uh, you know, and TV and kind of waiting this out. But uh, we just don't know when it's going to all end. Is today the right time to, uh, to start a new business? Should they wait or should they not wait? <laughs> I think it depends on what your business is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think if it's service oriented or online, it's a great time. We have been scrambling, trying to move the products in our store to our website because that's what people are doing. They're looking, you know, people still have birthdays and they still have anniversaries and a United States mother's day is coming up next month. And, um, we still have the art. We just got to get it to the people in a different way. So I would say online is a great time because everyone seems to be online these days. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I guess uh, so, some people just n- not quite sure whether the market will change after after this um, you know COVID nineteen situation. Because um, you know, will mar- marketing stay the same or? We'll be use different marketing channels all together, and we'll have to learn new things. And at the moment, it's just so everything is so uncertain, isn't it? Yes, uh, yes. And a lot of people. Uh, my husband actually been checking out some 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 roles, uh, and um, he said, "Look at this, um, n- you know, this numbers of ap- applications for for roles like about two hundred for for each role." So I guess a lot of people now lost their jobs and they kind of started looking for new new jobs and the job market is actually such getting saturated mm-hmm. as well. Um, so right. yeah, well, what advice to give to people? You know, should you start a business? Should you try to apply for a new job? Uh, but like like you're saying, it depends on the business. But maybe today mm-hmm. is the right day um, to actually start thinking and strategically what you can do with your business. Yeah. Right. Well, and I think I think one of the other things Jenny and I try really hard to do when we have to make a, a difficult decision about something is we always try and do it with love. So we figure if we mm-hmm. look at a situation mm-hmm. from our hearts and think like we're doing this from from love, then you can't really go wrong. And I think probably for people that are looking at um, doing a job, maybe looking at that also like, is this something that's going to really bring me joy or is this, you know, something that's just temporary and I'm going to end up pulling my hair out in a month? you know doing it and and yeah. finding finding what brings them joy and, and love you know in their hearts so definitely trust your intu- yeah. intuition because as women we, we do have intuition yeah <laughs> sometimes we should not pay attention to it right <laughs> <laughs> yep. that's been absolutely great um 
No, thank you so much for being on the show and um, good luck with everything. Thank you. You too. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mental Wealth Entrepreneurs Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this show. Please send me any comments or feedback. If you're an entrepreneur and want to share your story, please contact me. The link is in the podcast show notes. Also, please see the social media links and uh, links to offers from my guests on the podcast notes. This podcast is sponsored by Smart Octopus Voice Agency, who create chatbots and voice skills on Amazon Alexa and Google Assistant. So I'm really excited uh, to tell you that this podcast is now available as an Alexa skill. Uh, so you can search for resilient entrepreneur uh, skill and enable it as a flash briefing. So that's all from me. Uh, I wish I wish you good mental health and you are just one mind hack away. Till next time.